Meow. Boom. Welcome back to the... Job. Our Ruben Show. Hello. And as you may have guessed from my comrade's incredible impression of a fighter jet, today we're going to be talking about tech. In warfare. Transition, transition, transition. So, in this very, very fun episode, we've got planned for I'm not that today. fun. I mean, don't think about all the people who are dying, but the technology that's killing them is very interesting. Yeah. Um, so, we're yeah. going we're gonna to talk about when the uh, technology was starting first to be used. Drones, AI, communication, biotech and weapons, robot mm. soldiers and cyber warfare. And how they will, hopefully, not be used in the future. Yes. So, without any further ado, let's begin. So, when was tech first used, Job? Well, let me tell you. A technology has always kind of been linked to the military, as have a lot of kind of new developments, because the fact is, the military has a lot of money, so they can afford to invest in these new novel ideas. The first computer, in fact, or one of the first computers, the Whirlwind, was directly used by the US Navy. It was basically a really big calculator. Probably the size of a room as well. Oh yeah, probably massive. That was in 1951, which... But the military, everything sparked from the military, right? Because Exactly, yeah. Because everyone wanted to go from that. The military spearheaded it because they could use the technology for their advantage. Mm, exactly, exactly. And this was, of course, the Cold War. So there was a lot of money about, a lot of fear. And people needed this kind of technology to protect themselves. And that was a precursor to... The much more famous Sage 1 and Sage 2. Sage pretty much just coordinated radar data, took all the data from the radars, and it used that to track missiles, do all sorts of stuff. And create maps. It wasn't the most technically impressive nowadays, but back then this was, you know, cutting edge. Absolutely incredible. And this definitely changed how people used warfare because mm. you could track every movement. Yeah, pretty much. It just created like a situational image, here's where all the missiles are, that kind of thing. And it was used to predict air attacks. Obviously, this being early computers, it went out of date pretty um, soon. Originally, it was built by IBM, which will be a reoccurring name, won't they? And actually, when it was um, decommissioned, part of it was used as a prop in Doctor Strangelove. So, uh -huh. as you can imagine, if you've seen Doctor Strangelove, absolutely massive thing, a bunch of screens, incredibly complicated. Not that impressive nowadays, but, you know, this was baby steps, wasn't it? Baby steps. Also, we had a little bit about Alan Turing. Yeah, of course. So he created, like, the, Enig the Enigma breaking machine, which yeah. was very vital in warfare in World War What's II. What's his name? Alan Turing. No, I know what his name was. The oh, machine that he the made. The machine was called the bomb, ironically. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And, and it cracked the Enigma so he could so that was a bit earlier but um still yeah. very famous very famous very famous computer scientist yes founder so that's where it kind of where it all started and obviously over the years technology became a thing that wasn't just used to kill people thankfully but unfortunately it does still have its place in the military a lot of technology in the military rely a lot of the military rather relies on technology so let's talk about where it is today so drones are the big thing now <laughs> they're uh, <laughs> not because of how popular they are, because of how effective they are. Yeah, they're quite infamous. Mm -hmm. Infamous mm -hmm. drones. Obviously, a bunch of terrorist leaders killed by drones. God, this podcast is really probably. If we were a monetized podcast, we would definitely not get this one monetized. Yeah. What do you think of drones? I think is the big question. Do you think they're ethical to use in warfare? I think half of it is they're quite ethical because you're not putting a pilot at risk. Mm hmm. 
and they're quite effective at what they do, but at the same time, yeah. they are being used to kill people en masse. Let's say we're not. Let, let's say we're not like advocating for war because we're not. Then actually, in a defensive then actually, war, they're probably would quite, you advocate for them? Yes, because they are saving you. They're saving lives. They're highly more accurate. You can't. You can't always go wrong with drones. Mm, it's a lot easier. And yeah, I think you can remotely drop bombs, so you can pull out. It's a lot safer mm. for everyone. What are your thoughts on the whole thing where people are saying, "Oh, but you know, it, it's it's like a video game. You know, the pilots are controlling the drones and they're killing people like that." Do you think that actually has an effect? Do you think pilots are maybe more ruthless, more like violent when they know they're not at risk? Possibly, but at the same time, they're mostly being used to drop bombs. Mm. But does gamifying it make it wrong in a way? It's, it's definitely it's, it's scary, isn't it? But honestly, yeah. I, think I, think, I think it's just. I think it's just. But then at the same time, less people are at kind of air quotes risk. Yeah. Well, ironically, oh, more people are being killed. But ultimately, people it's are more still mm. still people are fighting. So, like, yeah, they would. These people would be like targeted either way, whether yeah. that be by a drone or not. The thing is, because of how effective it is, those people are more likely to actually die. die. Yeah. Which is not a pleasant thing to think about. But I, I especially as they're being used for lots of assassinations. But if they're used in the right way, I feel like you can kind of justify, it, can't you? Yeah, probably. So the countries that are quite famous for using them, so mm. they use quite a lot in the US. Yeah. And of course. drones are huge. Because they have the money for it, don't they? Like I don't think you realise the scale of a drone. They're like meters along not oh, not, no, like, not like the little things you see people driving around in the yeah park. they're huge these aren't your like g-tech you know drones these babies are big, first yeah mm. these are um they're also used in ukraine quite good in that half oh, what hasn't been used in ukraine at this exactly. point exactly and they're surface to air missiles so yeah they can knock down air air defenses and stuff mm -mm -mm. which is quite good and they're used against armored columns of people because they're very vulnerable if you think yeah. about it you know big long rows of tanks trucks easily droneable if that's the word but they're quite difficult to attack in any other way mm. so they're quite efficient in that way um yeah i suppose so both sides are using them unfortunately or perhaps fortunately although the all our allegations they've been used against civilians yeah not great i mean yeah so let's talk about pros and cons so so, they're cheaper, they're more accurate, and there are less casualties. Yeah. For military uses. Mm. But we've covered all that already, so... Yeah. I think there is always the risk of... If we're out there making these technologies better, what happens if this technology gets into the hands of um, the bad guys? Yeah. I mean... I suppose a very efficient killing weapon in the hands of a terrorist group. Do you want that? Probably not. And, that's and they are, inevitably. Downside. Like, you know, in the same way the... Soviets got the bomb after the Americans used it. Yeah. Eventually, these groups are going to get their hands on these exactly. drones. But by then, they'll be better killing machines of kind. Oh, I know. Which, it's terrifying. Which is horrible to think about, but who knows what war comes into now. Mm. So, do you reckon you'd use drones? If I were a military guy, like leader of military, probably, I'd say. Yeah. I think they have a lot of potential. They could make the entire, like, Air Force pretty much obsolete, I reckon. Don't Which is arguably a good yeah. thing. I mean, come on. The less soldiers you have, the better, really. Yes. Like, the le less people being killed, more people are safe. Fighting is done with less risk of casualties on your side. That's what you want, surely. Exactly. Mm. So, for our halfway segue, we're going to do 
invention of the week, something we've thought about and... Yes. My invention of the week. So this morning, I went into the bathroom. I won't go into too much detail, don't worry. And on the floor, I saw this massive like beetle absolutely huge it was like i'd say half the length of your middle finger or no maybe that's a bit much it was big it was big basically and in a fit of rage and a fit of fear i killed this insect i feel very bad about that because you know while it is terrifying and i think all right if you didn't want to die why did you make yourself look so menacing like it had pincers it was terrifying but i think it's wrong to kill bugs if you have the choice is that you agree? vegan speaking in your maybe room? this is vegan speak but i think we should aim to kill, to, um... To kill. No, to, we should aim to, you know, release into the wild any insects that we find in our house. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. So I found this weird... It's like the cup and paper technique on steroids. This strange invention where it's like a, like a rod. And then you slide it down and you cover the insect. And then you roll this thing forward and it... I can't really describe it in terms of words. It captures the insect and then you quickly just unroll it and then let it free. I may buy it. It is 18 pounds, which is a lot for what it is. But personally, I think, yeah. Well, I, I, I want to know from you. Are you the kind of guy who kills insects when they're in your room? If so, what insects do you kill? I just leave them be. You leave them in your room? I leave them in my room and then just open a window and hope for the best. You hope for the best. What about a spider? What if there was a massive like, spider, spider crawling across your desk? I usually just use a cup and paper. Fair. See, I let spiders live. I don't let moths live because they eat the clothes. Moths eat clothes. They pain. I get rid of them. I let flies. I put flies next to the window and then I like hope they get out. But of course, these are this is flies. So they'll always find a way of avoiding the massive open window and flying further into your room. Yeah. But if it's anything other than those, especially this like terrifying ass like beetle from hell, it's dying unfortunately. Cool. So AI. Yes. How do you think AI's adapting warfare? It's the elephant in the room really, is it? AI, so much potential. AI tanks are being developed. AI flying vehicles, massive amounts of AI going into the, this, you know, industry. There's an AI boat that they made called the Sea Hunter, which is terrifying. South Korea's got a bloody AI machine gun. I mean... That's a bit scary. A bit scary, yeah. Um, Do you think AI will progress into the future then? I feel like it's got to. Like, a bunch of countries are saying like, oh, we can't, oh, we can't, let, this, we can't let this happen, you know. I think it's wrong to have an AI killing machine because then... I think whether it's wrong or whether... The, what happened if the AI rebel on us and kind of like... The Terminator and I. Yeah. I think whether or not it's going to become popular, well, popular, I mean, among militaries, and whether or not it's going, it's right, are two different questions. I think it's definitely going to be popular because it's going to be so much more effective. So it's definitely going to take over a lot of the military as we know it. I doubt... Maybe this is just me being overconfident. I doubt it's going to take over the world, at least not intentionally. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's probably going to be a few machines that go a bit rogue. Obviously, I'm no expert in AI, but I feel like that's just a given due to human error and stuff. But I don't think an organised, coordinated AI would ever want to, you know... I think you could probably shut down. Fairly easily. But who knows? If the AI overlords are watching us in the future, hello, please don't kill us. Do you think it's right? Because personally... I don't, I don't. I don't think you should be using AI for warfare. I, yeah. As much as it should be safe, it's posing too much of a danger in the Terminator series. Is that? Do you think that's because it's too effective? It's too yeah, good. Yeah, it's too effective because they're lethal autonomous weapons. Mm, Are mm. they ethical if there's no humans though? But yeah, just have robots fight your battle, maybe. But uh, interestingly, 
the US stopped exporting advanced semiconductors to China because mm. they didn't want China doing exactly yeah, cause what Yeah, because most of the semiconductors about. are made in Taiwan, which will let you make up your mind whether or not that's part of China. But obviously, the more semiconductors you have, these AR models take a lot the of computers to yeah. train and all that. So the more semiconductors you have, the better. So by limiting it, they let them maintain their edge on China, almost. Yeah. But the Chinese have 7 billion kind of pounds into it. Is it pounds or dollars? Uh, dollars into it, sorry. Um, Chinese Into the Chinese war AI. Um, mm. and, then, and then in total, it's 8.6 billion um, dollars total for all their AI in that country. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't so it? So like, a lot of AI. It's a very, maybe promising is not the word. You know, it has a lot of potential. What it's promising is mass murder so exactly not very promising but you know Which, i feel like it's inevitable that it's going to be popular unfortunately but that's why the uk has proposed a ban on all ai weapons do you think that's going to be effective i think it definitely would it's it's good that we're taking the initiative to stop mm. or maybe is that because we can't compete with it and we don't want to maybe are we are we we're sad are we, that we, we don't have ai yeah are we sad that we don't have ai and we can't keep up so in order to keep everyone safe we've kind of posed the idea that we should get rid of them because we don't have any protection against them. Do you, yeah, I mean, how would you approach it? Would you just, would you invest tons and tons and tons in AI? Would you try and limit it at all? What would you do if you were Supreme I think, Commander? I think you would, I'd, I'd definitely put money into AI and keep it going, but there needs to be a kill switch. Yes, yes, yes. And they can't get too powerful. It's it's the, the point where they can start rewriting their own code is when yeah. it starts getting bad. Maybe we've watched too many action movies, but I think there are major risks. If you've ever watched um, Star Sight um, and Cytonic and they're, they're really good reads by Brandon Stanson. Yeah. And they're really good. And there's a little, there's a character in there called Embot who is an AI. Mm. And it's all kind of sci-fi and they're all really scared of AIs. And that's really interesting because it kind of it tells you why they're all kind of scared of AIs in the later series. So that's a really good, I mean, interesting talks on AI. Yeah, I think AI is definitely fiction, a talk though. for another time. Yeah. You know, it goes very deep, doesn't it? But overall, I think we can say AI in warfare is a bad thing. Is there a, is there a single invention here where we're going to say it's a good thing? I guess drones. We both kind of agreed that drones are a good, good thing, thing but, for, but at the same time we don't agree Still with being war. used to kill people, isn't yeah. it? We do not endorse war. Hot take here. War is not good. Yeah, so communication. Mm. I think it's fair to say communication plays a big role in warfare. Yeah, I mean, technology plays a big role in communication full stop, you know? I mean... It's inevitable that's going to bleed over to warfare. Obviously, there is Starlink. Hint, hint. Wait, wait, wait. Go watch your old episode on that. Yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't, um, if you want to know more about Starlink, we do have an episode hey. released a little while ago. So go mm-hmm. check mm-hmm. that out. It's a um, episode. I feel like that's, it's inevitable that's going to be used in warfare, isn't it? Yeah. It's so convenient mm-hmm. and satellites detecting. They have the they have the money for it, don't they? Yeah. Mm. And satellites can detect everything from in- every incoming thing, from bombs to planes to yeah. missiles. I think this is overall a pretty good idea. It's definitely going to be helpful for self-defense, yeah. um, that kind of thing. And spy satellites and drones as well for communication. Oh, yeah. Because spy satellites, that that's quite mm. that's quite good. And but the scary uh, thing is anybody can do that. It yeah. doesn't take a proper military drone but to then it make does, a spy satellite. But then it does um, cause the issue of... Uh, different countries finding out they've got um, spy drones or yeah, spy satellites. Yeah, yeah. Not very good. I mean, what, so. well, what can you really do? You can shoot down the drones, you can't really shoot down a satellite, but it's not going to stop the countries from doing it. Yeah. And 
Maybe it is a good thing, you know. Do you think this could be used to prevent wars, maybe? Possibly. Mm. But it, it's communication is better to be... is a part of key part of war and keeping everyone safe, I reckon. And also, like, just keeping defense. track of where all the troops are and stuff. Yeah, and defence and where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we move into a bit more technical tech. Yeah. In biotech. One of the more scary ones, if you can believe it, gets worse than AI. So, biotech, I reckon. Mm. If you The latest James Bond film... I still haven't seen. Haven't seen. Really good. Spoil it for me. I don't care. I'm not going to spoil it for everyone, but they have a big bioweapon that he has to try and stop from killing mass millions. How so, like, bioweapon? Are we talking, it's like... targeted. Targeted. So you can input who, what type of people you want to go and kill, and it targets them. Oh, and it was, like, right. a mist or something, and it just... Mm. So you could say... I want all white males dead, and and uh, like a sprinkler system sprinkles down this mist, and then all white men dead. Yeah. So yeah, targeted bioweapons are quite dangerous, and their weapons of in mass theory, dest- in theory, they could do a lot of harm. Yeah, and then their weapons of mass destruction, and because mm. of that, they are now prohibited under um, under law. I mean, thank God, <laughs> because these are very very dangerous especially yeah, if you can yeah. target people and bioweapons meaning it like chemical kind of weapons all mm-hmm. sorts of bad stuff and you and and twisting the human and just test not human nature but nature in general twisting it into harmful nasty are you against that kind of thing in general yeah do you are you are you one of the like don't mess with nature types or not do don't you... mess with nature just don't but you gotta be careful. You don't want to change something that wasn't meant to be changed. I think for medical reasons, yes, mess with nature. You know, gene yeah, editing, medical that kind of reasons, thing. Yeah. But as soon as it gets into the whole warfare side, I think exploiting it, but not changing it. I reckon. Mmm, that's interesting. Yeah. I, we we the problem is we say all this and we say how bad it is, and obviously it's terrible. But like, yeah. they're still gonna do all of this, aren't they? But then this is a war crime. These biotech. That hasn't stopped people in you, the past. Because you do, you look at the, um, there's a Mongolian bio-war. What? Was, yeah, 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 <laughs> Mongolian bio-war, which was quite interesting, and it was killed a lot of people, but... Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, of yeah. course. Funnily enough, though, it is one of the older kinds of warfare. Way back when, Mongol Empire, they used to throw the bodies of bubonic plague victims over castle walls, and that would um, that would help the castle fall because everybody would get the bubonic plague. Yeah, isn't that a fun fact? Yeah, Ruben? that should have been a halfway point. Hey, yes. welcome to the halfway point. Do you know Mongolians used to throw the corpses, the rancid infected corpses of the people they killed, over walls? Yeah, fascinating. But maybe that could lead to virus shooting guns. Because imagine if you have a deadly virus that can kill someone almost instantly. Mm. Well, keep them going enough and then die. Yeah, And yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. shoot viruses at people and then they'll infect and then that it could be very nasty. I feel like only really the fringe of people are going to use that. Because that's a pretty... I like to think that's a like... Even the most messed up dictators would be like, whoa. Yeah, that's... Hold on. That's not... <laughs> that's yeah, a bit... Oh. Out there. Because what happens if you use it against your own people? Stuff like that. It, like, AI it is easy fairly easy fire. to control. Drones are obviously really easy can, to control. But you can't control viruses. Exactly. Very dangerous. So, robot soldiers. Are they yes. ethical? Yes, actually. I feel, like they're, I feel like robot soldiers are just an extension of drones. In my eyes. Yeah. I, I feel like 
We should be encouraging militaries to adopt robot soldiers more and more. Is that really right, though? Yes. Like, I suppose there are less people fighting. Because then, then it's going to be much easier to not abide by war crimes, because you can program directly into these robots not to commit war crimes, whereas with humans, then there's a lot of human error there. Ah, uh, but then it would change the war to be who's a better coder, who's better tactical, who's better... Is that not better? I mean, yeah. people don't get hurt. Yeah, that's I, good, yeah. I feel like... I feel like it's good, and especially considering, you know, rates of conscription to the military are already dropping a lot. I was going to say, they're really struggling with recruitment. Because believe it or not, people don't want to die. Yeah. You know, maybe back in the day when, like, oh, and it, and you, they can, aren't paid you can that take much all either. this... People want money, and mm. when you're not being paid that much, and... Back in the day when you could, you know, raid and take all the loot, you know, there was an appeal to being in the military. But, like, nowadays, because of how, you know law-respecting we are, that we, you know, don't commit as many war crimes, it's got a lot better. And nowadays, people are realising, wait, if I have all this luxury and I give all that up to fight in the military, why would you? Yeah. Would I you think, fight in the military? Uh, probably not. I don't, think, I don't think my skills would be valued in a military uh, setting. But you would, in, would you encourage other people to fight in the military? I think it's very much your own decision. I think so too. I think... Maybe if you're like really struggling, because obviously you get your degrees paid for sometimes. But it's definitely far off. If you have the military, if you have the money not to, don't don't join the military. Yeah. I think. I think it's. The, I think. Uh, but then robot soldiers are far off. I have. We've seen. We've seen. Are robots. they? Well, actually, we've seen. We've seen. We've seen robots. Boston before. Dynamics. They're yeah. humanish robot. Which was doing all sorts of parkour. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not a. It's not a stretch to think. Oh, what if you strap a gun to that? Yeah. Which it's not fun to think about, but I would be in favour of robot soldiers. Yeah. I would say, yeah. So cyber warfare, I think we're good. It's too big to fit in. Yeah. So. We've agreed we're going to do a separate episode on this. If you want to hear an, another episode, make sure you make it known. If you want to, in that little Q and A points down in. The do we have comments. a Q and A? We do at the bottom of each I, Spotify thing. I mean, I don't listen to this podcast. I I hate the sound of my own voice. But make sure you leave, let us know if you want to hear another cyber warfare. Mm. I think it'd be so. a lot to talk about, and there is a lot to talk about. But yeah. if we can just skim over quickly. So you have the the hacking the U.S. government. And that fifteen-year-old, yeah, the U.S. government, not on a pretty impressive, good. yeah. Mm. There's a, I think it def- it's definitely more prominent now. It's definitely a lot more wars being fought over. Yeah, cyber. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you've got bot farms and DDoS attacks being making it very, very easy. And also, ironically, the more the military relies on technology, the more likely they it is they're going to get attacked through cyber warfare. So, you know, double-edged yeah. sword if I've ever seen one. And the and it's also used quite modernly in like the Russian Russians hacking supporting Ukraine countries. Yeah. Which they hacked a power plant on um, on yeah, which wasn't very good, and uh, whole electricity grid on um, I mean, it's on, so on Christmas. It's so advanced which, that yeah. Yeah, like the, if you have the power to stop the electricity on key days like Christmas, that is terrifying. That is that is very dangerous. And how do you how do you defend against this stuff? Like you've just got to have like. Counter-hackers, basically. Counter-hackers, yeah. Mm. GCHQ. Do you... Would you agree with the statement I've heard quite a bit that cyber warfare and cyber crime, or, yeah, cyber warfare, is eventually going to be the most important use of technology in the future? Yes. 100%. I think second only to communication. Yeah. I think cyber cyber warfare. Because, yeah. It just... It makes sense, and it's so effective that, like, why wouldn't it be? Exactly. Mm. So, let us know if you want more.
That was um, a really quite long and fun episode. There was quite a lot to fun is a there. Fun is a strong word. We talked a lot about Death. some pretty heavy topics. It's important to know what's out there. And a lot of these innovations, you know, they're being developed by really talented and, you know, yeah. impressive people. It's just what they're being used for. And yeah. at the end of the day, all we want is to reduce the amount of casualties and hopefully avoid war altogether. And maybe some of these will help us do that. Yeah. Mm. So, thank you very much for listening. Be sure to drop us a follow, guys, and like the podcast. Uh, we, of course, have the Q&A, so if you want to see more, especially that Cyber Warfare episode, make sure to let us know. Adios. We'll see you next week. See you next week.